want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
What is this, episode 221? It is. And we started it off with two new-to-us local Mm. bands. Yes. The first one was Misfire with the song Fear and Loathing, and they are from Syracuse. Yes, and then after that, Bozo with the song Road Salt from Buffalo. Awesome. I love finding new local bands. Yeah. Yep. Um, We really search, and... It's just endless. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. Um, It's weird. There's a lot of times that I'll... Like I use... We both use Bandcamp a lot. Yes. And it's weird. I'll put in specific tags for Buffalo or Syracuse Mm -hmm. or Utica or whatever. Yeah. And um, it's weird how often... I'll do that, like, uh, say I'll do that six months ago, and then then I did it a week ago, and a bunch of things that didn't show up the first time showed up there, but they were were there. They were older things. Mm. I don't know, like... That's weird. Yeah. It's like Bandcamp is sometimes selective on what it returns. Yeah. But... It's a great tool. Yeah. I uh, rely heavily on Bandcamp and Metal Archives. You know, we've talked about this before. Um, I'm sure we talked about it on the show. But like you said, we do a lot of digging and searching and researching and Mm. listening. And um, we also get a lot of promos. Yeah. um, And sometimes like the links don't work or we want to head to YouTube and see if there's a lyrical video, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and you and I both agreed that if we could give bands any one nugget of advice mm-hmm. from our point of view, mm-hmm. like what we do with their music, yeah. it would be to not be like overly innovative with the spelling of their names or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and make the the music easy to access. Yes. Yeah. There's been a lot of times where we've found cool things and uh, we can't find like a, it might be a clip or something and we want like the full song. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like you just cannot find it anywhere. Yeah. Or we sometimes have people reaching out saying, hey, you play this awesome song, but I can't find it anywhere. And it's because like it's this weird abstract spelling that they've used. Yeah. So I appreciate being unique yeah. and different, but sometimes it just makes it a little harder yeah. for people to track it down. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. Yeah. There's certain terms, there's certain band names that have totally worked for those bands. Mm-hmm. But then there's stuff like... If it's too, if you have like some underground band and then you name it after like some household cleaning product or something, uh-huh. like and someone searches for that, it's going <laughs> to yeah. be all that cleaning product. Yeah. I mean, that's a bad example, but I can't remember. There was one that I was searching for. Actually, our grandma's pantry today was one that's a 
decent band name, but um, it was hard to find because of the band name. Yeah. Because, the, I don't know, it's a little, uh, <laughs> a little suspense for the listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we have, uh, we have to thank Thor Schaefer for providing this song for us because I could not find it online anywhere. Cool. Yes. So I want to congratulate you. You do? Yeah. On what? Um, your voice is an octave lower. <laughs> so uh, I'd like to congratulate you on your balls dropping. <laughs> I have long balls this week. <laughs> Just kidding. You've been under the we- weather and mm. you've been a trooper about it. Have I? Still doing the show. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I, I don't think I've been too bad. There's been a couple moments, I think, but yeah, I'm not a good sick person. No, you when, are not. When I'm sick, I'm a total fucking cunt. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, but thanks to shingles, I feel like nothing else is going to uh, be nearly as bad, or at least I hope not. So yeah, yeah, the shingles is. You have a whole new perspective. Pretty bad, yeah. Um, Okay, so let's play some tunes, and then I have an interesting This Day in History that's rather long, so I'm going to try and do my best to summarize it, but it's rather interesting. All right. So we are going to kick off this segment with a Norway band, Relentless Aggression, with the song The Absolute Pointlessness of Everything, which I can so relate with. I can too. (laughs) Then after that, we're going to hear from Eaten by Sharks with the song Depth Charge. Depth Charge is the third single off of the album Eradication. That album came out August 26th of 2022. And then we're going to go into Pyre Fire with the song Flood Zone, and this is coming off of their self-titled album, Out Now. Thank you. 
Um, have you heard that South Koreans have become younger? No. You didn't hear about this? No. It's fascinating. So South Koreans become younger overnight as government changes its age calculation system. Huh. Um, residents awoke Wednesday with reset age clocks that shaved up to two years off of their birth date. The new numbers came courtesy of a change to the government's way of calculating age. Under the new code, age will be determined by starting at zero on a person's date of birth and adding one year at each birthday. That's the system used most often in the world, but under the Asian country's most widely used method, sometimes called the Korean age, a newborn was considered one year old and a year was added each January 1st. That means a baby born on December 31st would turn two the next day. Hmm. There's also a third way of calculating age in South Korea. It's a mix of the international and Korean age systems, and under that method, a baby is at zero years and one year is added each January 1st. Are you confused? Uh, slightly. It's got me thinking about this, though. So were many South Koreans, and the multi-age counting systems have created controversy. Um, this is a quote from the Minister of Government Legis Legislation. We expect legal disputes, complaints, and social confusion that have been caused over how to calculate ages will be greatly reduced. Yeah, not confusing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought about, like, how... I mean, I guess it varies how long... A fetus cooks inside, but like nine months is supposed to be the, the term, right? Yeah. So it comes out, and then a year after that, <laughs> then a year after that, it celebrates its first birthday, right? Shouldn't it celebrate its first birthday in like three months and then carry on from there? Yeah, because it's not zero yeah or if it's born early then you just you know you calculate the expected or the yeah estimated right yeah they they're pretty close with the um with the due dates no with like like saying when you became pregnant well that's what i'm saying oh yeah they base it off of when they think you became yeah, pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so why not do that yeah that makes more sense, right? Yeah. Oh, that means I'm actually older. Than, it, right? Uh, um, hmm. We have talked about this like... Yeah, we have. A way long time ago, though. Like, why aren't we... Why do we turn a year once we're born? Yeah. When... Yeah. Yeah. Or from the time we're born. So, yeah. South Koreans are younger. I wonder um, mentally what that would do to people if they think that technically they're younger, even though really they're kind of not. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what does that do, um, you know, like in America, you have 
a birth certificate. Yeah. And it has your birthday on it. Uh-huh. So a, re- a registration of life. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So how's that work over there? Are they changing all those records? I know. I don't know. It seems like a big overhaul. You know. Uh, but you're doing the pee dance, so maybe no, we not. should... No, I'm, th- I'm still thinking about something else, and then I got to talk about something else. Oh, okay. All right. Then. Okay. And then, and only then. All right, go ahead. Um, when you were talking, it reminded me of... Uh, I was a little young for this, but um, there was people that I knew that were affected by when they changed the drinking age in the U.S. from uh, 18 to 21. Uh-huh. And I think it was 85 they did that. But it, it affected some people. Like, could you imagine that? Being like a 19-year-old? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Man. I think... I don't. I don't think they were grandfathered in either. If they, um. Well, I'm sure they weren't. I'll have to look at that. I bet you they weren't. I think I looked that up at one point. (laughs) Cause were you going to be like a prohibition? No, no lawyer. No. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I have to look that up again. But I think like, I think I knew somebody that could drink for like two months and then they couldn't anymore for like almost three years for three years yeah yeah which yeah. is that's gotta be and um, it's silly yeah it is silly I, I mean well I don't know we could debate all day that how good or bad drinking is for us it's, yeah it's not good for us so right right <laughs> um I was just going to go somewhere, but I don't think I will. Okay. Um, do you remember, I know you do, early on, more so early on in our relationship, especially in the beginning, I used to make you watch some really terrible movies. Early on? <laughs> we just watched one. <laughs> we literally just watched one. Well, guess what? I have a list the top 10 worst movies have i seen all of them by rotten tomatoes no we have not seen any of them really what are they well you're gonna think about what they are what they might be and we're gonna play a song okay well actually grandma is gonna play a song that she got from thor yes
That was the band Abstract from Rochester. The song Unraveled. That was coming off of the Watchman Studios The Compilation from 1997. I believe the compilation was a three CD set. And I think that song was on the first CD. Um, They were a cool band. I could not find that anywhere. And I want to thank Thor for providing that song. Yeah, thanks Thor. Good stuff. I think I worked in the 90s. No, it wasn't in the 90s. It was the early aughts, in the early 2000s. I worked with, I think, someone that played guitar in that band. I can't remember his name offhand. But that was the only, like, I don't think I knew anyone in that band. No. No, besides him. Hmm. And I can't remember his name, but they were a cool band. <laughs> I definitely don't know any of them. <laughs> All right, so the top 10 yes. worst movies to ever exist. The, who is this according to again? <clears throat> this is according to... Uh, I have a few, actually. I have according to Wikipedia, according to Collider, but... The one I mentioned was from uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Ah, yes. Okay. All right. Let's hear them. All right. Number 10 is National Lampoon's Gold Diggers. I don't know what that is. Never heard of it. I don't know what a lot of these are. Uh, I do know... Well, I'll wait till we get there. Okay. Uh, Number nine is One Missed Call. From 2008. Number eight is Ballistic from 2002. Number seven is Going Overboard from 1989. Number six is The Hottie and the Naughty <laughs> from 2008. I have no idea what that is. But I'm, these are so horrible that um, at least the titles are really bad. That I'm almost intrigued. To I knew it. I, see? I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe uh, just to be fair, I'll have you pick one that you want to suffer through. I mean, I don't know that the hottie last. and the naughty kind of uh, grab my attention. Yeah. Um, number five is Pledge This from 2006. Number four is Manos, The Hands of Fate from 1966. Most of these are newer. Except I'm, for that I'm one. I'm just noticing, yeah. And going overboard was nineteen eighty nine. Not not overboard. Going no. Okay. Going overboard. Um. Number three is codename KOZ from two thousand fifteen. Number two is disaster movie from two thousand eight. And number one is. Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. I remember Baby Geniuses. Or they Baby came Genius. out with a second? I guess so. Huh. And I didn't see that one either. But it, it, the from the preview, it looked horrendously bad. Interesting. Like it's one of those previews you would see and it would just make you angry. Um, kind of like Barbie. <laughs> that's coming out shortly. 
<laughs> like, what the fuck is this? So, we recently stepped in a steadfast tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric Manhart did my lawn tattoo. Yeah. He's done all of them. He did a great job. Yeah. And yeah, he did. It's all awesome. Them, all of them look great. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know, in the spirit of why he's doing it and why we were there, we were exchanging lawn stories and mm-hmm. he told us this hilarious oh. story yeah. about how Eric had mentioned this movie Mandy um, starring Nick Cage. Yeah. That he was like so jazzed about. It was his favorite movie. Really wanted Lon to see it. Couldn't wait for Lon to see it. So Lon agreed to come over and watch this movie. Halfway through the movie, um, Eric's internet went out. Mm-hmm. He had to pay his bill. So they had to walk 45 minutes down to 7 yeah. Eleven to put money on this prepaid credit card. So he called the internet company. So after they do all this, they watch the second half of the movie. Um, and Eric was so excited to hear Lon's response. And once the movie was over, and Eric's like, yeah, so what do you think? And Lon's like, oh, it fucking sucked. <laughs> it's the worst movie ever. Um, and Eric's like, well, why'd you sit through? And he's like, well, you were so jazzed about it. like, And that's so Lon, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we agreed that day that we would watch Mandy. Mm-hmm. And we did. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, Eric, yeah. but I totally agree with Lon. Yeah. Besides the music, yeah. I n- not not my favorite movie. Yeah, I think you kind of implied that it may have been made for people doing hallucinogenic drugs. Yes. There's some. Cool, Didn't you think so? Yeah, there's some cool imagery in it. But as far as like the story and I don't know. I I used to really like Nick Cage. Yeah. I did. Um But he's done some shit that I don't I can't forgive. Yeah. I'm done with his ass. Um there was a movie I can never remember the name of the title. Um, but he was like a tire salesman or something. And he dies, but he doesn't know he's dead. Oh, um, he was a tire salesman. Was that? Wasn't he bringing back the dead, bringing out the dead, or something like that? No, that doesn't sound familiar at all. <clears throat> oh, oh, oh! I Brian know what you're talking about. Mason is shaking his head yeah, yeah. in complete disappointment. I, I know right what now. you're talking about. I loved that movie. Um, and uh, I loved Con Air. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Con Air was decent. Um, Matchstick Men was good. Yes, that was another good one. Yeah, he's done a lot of good stuff, but then all of a sudden it was like, what the fuck is going on here? I liked Rumblefish a lot. Yep. Yeah. Um, he does have like a lot of good movies. Yeah. I didn't think Mandy was on the top of that list, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he wasn't bad in it. I just, I guess, didn't appreciate the storyline. He wasn't good in it either, though. Like, he's... He's capable of being a legit actor oh yeah for sure and i don't think he was good in it really now i want to know what the name of that movie was one second okay um but i didn't realize eric mentioned 
when you were getting your tattoo when we talked about Mandy. Well, I had said that I used to really like Nicolas Cage and then he started doing all these horrible movies like Ghost Rider and Face Off and shit. Yeah. And he mentioned that he was bankrupt and was like forced to just do anything he could get. Yeah. I, I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't either. Which is, that's too bad. Like, like taking, <laughs> if you're like a legit artist and then you're forced to like sully your work because you're so broke and tarnish your, you know, credibility. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Um, I forgot he was like in all of these movies. The movies I'm thinking of is The Family Man. Mm. Have you seen that? I think I've seen some of it. Yeah, I think you had me watch it. Yeah, it's a, it's I, a good one. I remember seeing at least half of it. And, and I, I'm pretty sure he was a tire salesman in that. Was he? Yeah. Um... <clears throat> What's the ambulance one? Is it bringing out the dead or something? He did 8mm, which I forgot. That was a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Peggy Sue Got Married. Mm. You remember that one? Mm -hmm. The Weatherman. Mm. City of Angels. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not listing all of them because I didn't realize he was in so many of them. Um, Raising Arizona. Oh, yeah. The, he was pretty good in that one. Yeah. That was a comedic venture. Uh, the Old Way, which looks like a Western. I don't know if I've seen that. Um, Face Off. Hmm. National Treasure, Book of Secrets. Hmm. We did not see that. I don't know the ambulance when you're talking about. Is it, um, it might be, uh, what was the one in the Angels? And Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in that. Yeah. What was the one about the Angels? City of Angels. City of Angels. And he was in Pig. Oh, yeah. Well, he starred in Pig. He wasn't in Pig. <laughs> he was Pig. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play some music, yeah. and I need to look up, because I think I've horribly fucked up the ambulance movie. I feel like it was the... Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to do some research while we listen to some more songs. Oh, was he a paramedic? Yeah. Yeah, it was Bringing Out the Dead Okay. from 99. Okay, all right. I thought like it, I had the completely the wrong movie. No, you're good. Or the wrong <laughs> actor or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah no. But no. we should probably No, that was Chris Farley. <laughs> Chris oh shit. Farley. <laughs> <laughs> um all right. You ready to play some tunes? I'm ready. We have three. Three songs in the queue. All right. What are we starting with? First up is Sorrow Enthroned from Connecticut with the song Illicit Infantile Surgical Procedures. And ins Illicit Infantile Surgical Procedures will be released <laughs> on July 18th. <laughs> then we're going to listen to Crowborn with the song Statues. And this is coming off of the It Just Is release, which is out now. And then after that, The Circle 
with the song of awakening.
Hey, this is Brian Mason from Charmer, Sulaco, and Contrarian, maybe BML, and you're listening to Grim Dystopian.
Did you know that all Australia is set to become the first country in the world to legalize clinical prescribing of MDMA, better known as ecstasy, the main psychoactive ingredient in magic mushrooms for certain mental health disorders? Hmm. Good for them. Starting July 1st, uh, authorized psychiatrists will be able to pres- prescribe MDMA for the treatment of post-traumatic stress disorder, um, treatment-resistant depression. <laughs> treatment-resistant. So this started on the 1st of yep. this year? Yep. Interesting. I wonder how that's going to go. Over time, I know I've seen, I've been seeing a lot of, and I started hearing about this years ago, but I've been seeing a lot of like doctors and scientists getting on board with um, certain psychedelics for treating mental health disorders. Um, there's proven data out there that it can be super beneficial for uh, terminally ill individuals. Mm-hmm. So do you think that's going to happen here? Um, probably not for many, many years. No. I don't know. I mean, so the article goes on to say that... Um, there's obviously some concern. Some people think it's premature and more studies should happen. And then there's the opposing view that advocates hope that psychedelic drugs will be able to treat a wide range of mental health conditions, including addiction, cancer-related anxiety and anorexia, PTSD, um, and we already mentioned treatment-resistant depression. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, is marijuana legal there? Um, please hold. I feel like it's not for some reason. I don't think it is either legal. Um, um, Australia has a legal medical marijuana program, but recreational cannabis remains illegal. Hmm. So it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'll be interesting how it all play, to see how it all plays out. Yeah, for them. <laughs> Can't use my words today. <laughs> um, in other strange news, invasive frankenfish that can survive on land for days found in Missouri. I don't know if I like that. No. Do those look like, um, are they really fucking horrific looking? That's all I got. Uh, um, but yeah. <laughs> do they look like if a, a possum was a fish? Let's look it up. And then we have to put it in the show notes. Are they invasive? Franken fish. Are they invasive or evasive? Um, I think they're invasive. (laughs) Wouldn't it be better to be evasive? You would think so. Yeah. Um, that would probably, 
do better for their longevity. I don't know. I think I got to look it up by its real term, which is the northern snakehead. No, I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it one bit. Nope, nope. No, it's like a fish snake. No. No. Get get it out of here. Nope, I don't like it. Nope. Um... Yeah, so apparently it's a hard-to-contain species, and they're worried it's going to become a problem. Mm. Well, they can keep them in Missouri. Yeah, I'm worried it's going to become a problem, because... Ish. I hope they don't start uh, packing up their bindle stick and hitching up here to New York. (laughs) I know. So we've talked about... uh, changing our, our format a little bit at least at I don't know if we're going to do it every week but maybe a couple times a month yeah are we going to spill the beans or are you going to you want to make it a surprise uh, what do you think Um, I think we should keep a level of anticipation Okay. but um, you came up with so okay let's back it up I know I made a post about this on Facebook, but one of Lon's very first pieces of feedback to us was, y'all got to switch to video. Mm -hmm. I love what you do. You have what it takes, but I don't listen. I need to watch. And we've heard that from a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And we were like, "Mm, no, not comfortable with it. But... um. And trying to stay relevant and engaged and keep other people engaged with listening to us or watching us or whatever. Right. We kind of recognize that we need to move on to the next mm-hmm. thing. So we, you, have been doing a lot of research on video and what it's going to take and how do we pull it off. And we want it to be cool and easy to watch. I had a fever dream. Uh, but you came to me very early in the morning one day and was like, Hey, I have this idea. I don't know what you're going to think of it. It's crazy. It's wild. I don't think it's ever been done before. And I think we should try it out. And I loved it. Mm -hmm. It does involve video. It does involve music video. So, um, band, we're going to be looking for band music videos Mm -hmm. to, to play. Not band. But band. Band. Yes. Like snuff videos. No. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Music band. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be interactive. And I think people are going to be really entertained. Yeah. We have one of our first guests already lined up. We do. And we're really excited about it. We just need a lot of patience. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be reaching out to a lot of our friends, yes. asking questions because this is a whole new world and we just want to make sure we do it right. Yeah. But we're really excited about it. Yes. And pretty soon you're going to have to see our ugly mugs. <laughs> My ugly mug. No, our ugly mugs. Your lovely mug. Oh, thank you. Um, and people may get to see you eat haggis. No, we're not. We're not doing that. No, <laughs> we're, not, we're, we're not, probably we're probably not doing not that. No. Nope. Hmm. You know I'm all about texture. Yeah. 
I don't know if I'm going to dig that texture. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to have to come up with some creative ideas to torture you. Uh, okay. Well, we're going to leave it at that. But we're excited. Yeah. We hope you guys are excited. Yes. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. And on that note, I think we should shove off. All right. What do we, you think? I think that's a good idea. And we have two more songs. Okay. First up, Progeny of Sun with the song Damsel. This is an inverse records artist and it's taken from the upcoming debut album throne of desolation due to be released later in 2023 there is no exact date yet okay and then we're going to go into excarnated eternity with the song mass grave horizon um and it looks like the full album releases on september 8th on nuclear winter records until next time stay safe stay healthy don't be an asshole and if you were a fruit you'd be a fine apple